to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Bloody hay fever. That's what it is. <laughs> So we go. Yes. Hello. Welcome to episode one hundred and six of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. And hello. Your voice. Your your mouth is very noisy today. What? When you? I. Yeah. That. Okay. All right. You all can right. hear it, eh? I, it's, yeah. It's I have, more than normal. I've just had. I've just what had you, a coffee. Oh, is that what it is? Maybe you should go and have some uh, water. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I'm focusing on now. <laughs> yeah, now I'm now I'm paranoid. Can we start again? Yes. Hi. <laughs> I'll put this in still. It's fine. <laughs> no, don't. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. How's it going? It's going well. It's a beautiful day outside. I love the sunny weather. Uh, yeah, I'm dealing with hay fever, which is a pain. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Take some more pills. Not something I've ever had to deal I've with. I've never had to deal with it until probably the last couple of years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, anyway, um, how's been, your week been? It's been a big week. It's been a big week. So It's uh, been a big week for Chris. Yeah. I Do you want me to just get into that now? Yes, why not? Let's, let's enthrall people with the life of Chris. <laughs> so, went to the Arahanui uh, Film Festival in Te Araha. Um, I wasn't sure where Tiaraha was, to be honest. I knew it. I knew roughly geography of it, but I think I apparently got Pyro and Tiaraha mixed up and thought one was the other. I know. I know. I was wrong as soon as I went. There's no LMP bottle There's here. No big bottle. <laughs> but anyway, so that was, that was really cool. Uh, we had the world premiere of Only Humane, um, and we did a, a Q and A. Adam did really well in the Q&A. Better than me, actually. That's uh, good. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really cool. Uh, and, yeah, we got some really good feedback. Uh, most people really liked the film. Well, everybody I talked to really liked the film, put it that way. I highly doubt they're going to – I don't know. Do you think people would say to your face if they didn't like it? Probably not. No, probably not. Although they could say, like, little bits and pieces, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Criticism. But in those type of events, most people don't. No, no, no. I mean – we also um, we also saw we, we, there was a few people there. There was thirty three movies. I'm the only person that went to every single movie. That's because Chris has a life. I mean, no life. Sorry, I got that wrong. No, no. that's because Everyone, I get my money's worth. I paid did. for that thing. You did I would do the same? Th- I don't know <laughs> if I could make it all, to all of them. Yeah, I, well, I felt that I should, and I, I'm going to write up a blog post, which I haven't done yet, like I've done. At least that way, you can have a very, very uh, clear overview of everything. Yeah, so when you yeah. do the blog post and you talk about it, you could say, yeah, I can compare them all side by side, and yeah. because I saw the whole lot, I didn't just go for one day. So and, that's good. And I think, you know, our, our film stood up well against some of the other um, short films. So, yeah. So, I was quite pleased with that. Uh, one of the most – one of my favorites that I saw, there was three really cool features that were really good, which I'll mention briefly. So, the first one is this paper mache boulder is actually really heavy. What is that like? 
That I is unique. It. It's really good. You've got to see it. I want to see it again. It's one of those films, once you've seen it, you go, I want to see it again to see all those little bits because there's all these little things that keep oh, happening cool. through it. So, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a bit of a cult classic. I really ha- think it has the potential to be that, put it that way. So that was really, really good and got to meet Christian, who was the director, and I didn't realize until I saw the film, uh, also the lead actor. <laughs> Oh yeah, so awesome you stuff. know, uh, and I did a Q and A with him afterwards, or helped out with Q and A with him with Will. Um, so yeah, that was that was cool. Um, the other ones I liked were Where the Windmills Are, which is Danish, I think, and uh, from Denmark. And um, really, yeah, I I think. Sorry, I'm just being. Yeah, no, it was from Denmark. I'm trying Denmark. to remember what it, where it was from. So it was um, it was brilliant. That was. An amazing film. What's the? It is subtitled, obviously. Oh, but, yeah. um, what's the genre, or what's it about? In like four seconds, drama thriller. Oh yeah, I think is what okay. they'd call it. And that was um, a full feature. Yeah, it was full feature. It was teenagers, um, and yeah, I really, really liked. It. I think their acting was unbelievable. Um, for those kids, like it was amazing. Cool. Uh, the other one, which was quite good, was Bitch. Bitch is uh, was a Swedish film um, about a dog who uh, moved, you know travels from India to um, Sweden. Yep. It was made by these Swedish uh, filmmakers, so Chaba. And was they came there. over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaba was cool. He was the director, uh, writer, director. Um, it was written, or it was filmed rather, um, from the perspective of the dog. So the camera's oh, right. moving around. Yeah, yeah. And so you never see the dog. Um, everything's seen from the perspective of the dog. And it's quite clever. That would take some planning, eh? Yeah, they did it in a series of stories because it took him, he sold his house to make the movie. Well, that's dedication. Um, yeah, yeah. Like when you uh, fully uh, believe in something, let's just sell the house. Absolutely. And. Um, he did it, and it's like a set of stories that the dog goes through, you know, different phases of stories, and they tie together really well at the end. But um, that makes it made it easier to do over a period of time because he didn't have to have the actors there the whole time. He'd yeah, do one yeah. story, like one, one a, part. Yeah, that makes sense. So that works really well for him. I, I, I liked it. It was, it was um, unique doing that way. Well, I don't know about unique, unique, but... I hadn't seen anything done from the dog's point of view before. Yeah. They created a rig for that and all sorts of things. Um, I know Adam wasn't so pleased with it from the motion. Yeah, I was going to say the cinematography thing probably doesn't work for some people. Yeah, he he Because I couldn't watch um, Peep Show. Yeah. That uh, that was terrible. And the funny thing was, I was like, I'm sure a dog would look around more than that. I think this is far too still. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> and he was getting ill <laughs> watching oh, it. Oh, I'll have to check that so, one out and see. Uh, um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it obviously didn't affect me. It didn't even occur to me till afterwards. Most things don't affect uh, you, no, though. That affect no. normal people. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yes. Yes, this is true. So anyway, that was that. Um, oh, another the short films other than our one. Uh, there's a really good one called Stick to your gun which is um uh, a stop motion claymation or stop motion, stop motion thing with um a little bird yep. and humans like real live yeah, so yeah. it's a live claymation mix um that's 
Excellent. That's really well done, and I think that's doing really well. So that's well. made by Joe Hitchcock, who yes. was the cinematographer for Only Humane. Yes, and who also runs the, also <laughs> runs the festival. Runs the funny festival. Enough. Very clever dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real and, cool dude. No, it was really good. It was really good. So um, totally enjoyed the festival. Definitely want to go again next year. Um, probably going to go earlier on the Friday and use the hot pools there because I didn't know but apparently Tiaraha has hot pools because yep. you know I don't know stuff like that so yeah no it was great it was a great place to stay um, I wouldn't stay at the holiday park next time though that's like um, 45 minute walk out of town and there's all these hotels right next to the thing I'm like uh, and I a little bit of research goes a long way Chris yeah and I should be more careful about booking it so I don't pay for two people when there's only me Yep, he's, uh, yeah. Yeah, because I don't have the money and budget to do that sort of crap anymore. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the Arahanui Film Festival. I think I've covered everything. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Keep an eye out. We will have some uh, posts on, on my reviews of the top five films, top five features and top five um, uh, shorts. Anyway, moving on. What do you got? Uh, just if you're looking for something a bit funny to follow on Facebook, of all things, uh, check out the Domino's Pizza Ethiopia uh, unofficial page. Unofficial it page. It cracks me up. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, shit, I've just clicked. I swear Facebook just, oh, it's so terrible. You click on something and next thing you know, somehow you're in Messenger, even though you never want to use it. Uh, we asked Bob Gwandi to tenderize the ingredients for our newest pizza and he said, question mark, question mark, Proud of you, Bogwandi, and there he is fighting a bear. <laughs> um, yeah, that, whoever's running it's pretty clever. A picture of our delivery team that discovered a flying pizza delivery machine. We do not know who gave us this to us, but our research and development team said it is safe to use, and we will be using it to deliver delicious stuffed crust, pe- crust pizza and cheesy bread to your doorstep. Use promo code TARGETACQUIRED for 35% off a Bonobo Big Toe stuffed crust pizza. Uh, right, and that's a drone, US like drone. a military, US um, military drone. Yeah, so there's all these random photos of these Somali pirates fighting and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> um, all right, we're going to have some photos out of that just on the show notes as well as a link to the page. Yeah, so yeah. check them out. They're pretty funny. And randomly, I found myself on a website selling personal flamethrowers. Um, check that out. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Throwflame.com, you can buy the X-15 personal flamethrower uh, in the States. It's a proper thing. It's like the one uh, that you see in movies. Yeah. And it's uh, for setting things on fire. I've, I've heard of the X-15. I don't know why. I think it was a Mythbusters episode. They got hold of one and they were doing stuff with it. I don't know. <laughs> but I didn't think they'd sell that sort of stuff. Because I'm pretty sure they got one from World War Two, but they had to... Modifier? Well, yeah, because you know how they um, plug up the barrels of artillery, like put concrete down the yeah, barrel yeah. or whatever? They did the equivalent of that to the tanks. Like they, they oh, punched yeah. a hole in them or something. Yeah. And for them to actually make it work, they had to refabricate them or, or fix oh. them or whatever. I think there was Mythbusters. It might have been something, another docker or you, something. But, but if yeah. you check on it, they've already sold like 1,700 of these uh, flamethrowing units. So you know, they're... they're, they're yeah, well, you know, probably all going to uh, Brazil no, so they could could get rid of some more rainforest or something. I have no idea how I got to that website, but there was a reason I went to it. 
But it's not important. The website was the thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I was in Tiaraha this week for work. I did my good deed. I actually did two good deeds for the day. First, I pushed some dude's ute that had broken down in Tiaraha. So that was all good. And then later on... Tiaraha is featuring a lot in this it episode. It is. Um, Go on the title of this episode, I think. And uh, later on that night, about 10.30, I was at the petrol station getting petrol. And I'm filling up. And next to me is a woman. She's got the bonnet open on her car. And she's holding the dipstick. And she's looking, looking, looking. And she starts looking more frustrated. Then she puts the bonnet down, still holding the dipstick. And then she opens it. So I said, are you okay there? And she goes, I've pulled this dipstick out. And I can't find out where it goes. I can't put it back. <laughs> that's that's n- it's surprisingly easy to do. Well, that's true. So I said, oh, I'll have a look. So I went over, uh, turned the torch on my phone on to help a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what this car was. It was an older car. But the engine bay was like crammed full of stuff. Heaps and heaps of stuff. And uh, finally found it. It looked like a bolt hole. It looked, oh, it really? looked really weird. And, it, and so... That was all good. I went inside and I paid for my petrol and I said to the petrol guy, I said, oh, I was just helping her out. And he goes, oh, is that what she was doing? She's been there like half an hour like that. What an idiot. Well, he can't leave the petrol oh, station. I suppose. Oh, yeah, true. I'm lucky true. that I'm allowed to go into the petrol station because the bane of my existence is freaking people buying coffee. It pisses me off. Like you're either there as a petrol station or you're there as a coffee shop. Make up your mind. The amount of times you go in and there's no one serving for petrol because they're making a billion, million coffees. Uh, and if you go late at night, there's only night pay and you have to stand at a window with 10 other freaking losers all getting coffee at 11 o'clock at night. And the one guy inside has to run around making all the coffee before you can get petrol. That's that crazy. is my get, rant time. Who gets coffee at 11 o'clock at Bunch night? Bunch of losers, that's who. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get let's just be realistic about it okay okay all right let's not beat around the bush on that so twitter x is the vine video service yeah um something i haven't really used uh, i have looked at it probably more than you did but um, yeah oh totally I, I only saw the vines that were on facebook which is sort of the point really so they seem to be dying whereas instagram seems to be taking off with their little video thing so, um, but a lot of people on Twitter are like, oh, here's my top 10 vines and people had all these curated yeah. lists and I was like, really? I didn't realize people were that uh, into it. I know it was like, a, what do you call it? Like the gateway entry for a lot of YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know? well some people only vined and they were like viners. So those people, and they were making heaps of money. So yeah, exactly. They're so, going to have to. So that's going to hit them pretty hard. Yeah, figure out what they're going to do. And well, I guess they can. They if they've got a fan base, they can communicate to that fan base and say, right, we're moving to. And dot, a lot, dot, dot. a lot of them were on multiple things. I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, but it'll you know, be interesting. But uh, it's going to be a hit for them, no doubt. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it makes sense that Twitter did. It was interesting though that the um, founder said. This is a, a lesson for everybody setting up a company. Um, don't sell your company to, to some bigger company and lose all control of it because he said if, if we still owned it, we'd still be going. Yeah, but that depends on what your values and core beliefs are. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, true. here's a couple. Why, why are you doing it? If you're doing it just to sell out and get some cash. Do it. Then I don't even know why he's talking about it. But obviously, yeah, so I you don't know, know he what... has a bit more passion for it. Or, yeah. And, and you never know because if he's in partnership with some others and if they take – IPO, or uh, what do you call it? Found, um, 
startup money, yeah. venture capital money, that's the word, um, then they're going to say, right, now you've got to sell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we want our money back. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. as soon as you take that, you, you know, you, you sold your soul as far as that sort of thing goes, which is fine if that's what you want to do. But, um, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, on that yeah. point, um, Slack did a full page uh, in the back of the Times, I think it was. New York Times. New York Times. I think. Uh, Open letter to uh, Microsoft welcoming them to uh, their announcement of competition to Slack. And it's interesting because you mentioned this to me the other day and then I saw uh, a post on it. But I saw a post on it on the copy uh, website that I... um, Frequent. Frequent. Well, actually, no, it's a copy Facebook group. There's 21,000 members or something. And... um, yeah, it was interesting to see the comments there. So a lot of people were like, oh, it's just passive-aggressive losers that are doing this, that, that, and the other. A couple of people thought it was good. But I think they missed the point because I read the whole letter, right? Yeah. And they say um, these are the so things. So this is you, Slack to Microsoft. This is Slack to Microsoft. So yeah. Slack, uh, for those that don't know, is a communications tool. And it's built up organically over the last two, three years. Um, and it's got a lot of different uh, uses. In fact, they have a whole bunch of apps, like 750 apps that link Slack to different industries and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, which is one of the things I didn't know that was in this ad. Um, and da-da-da-da-da. So it's pretty open source. Like, they, they open it up to all third parties so it can be embedded in or used yeah, with Yeah, so anything. the APIs are all open. Yeah, yeah. So anyway... Um, in this letter, it sort of says, you know, welcome along. We've been doing this for a couple of years. Join the revolution. You know, Microsoft, good for you. These are some of the things we think you should bear in mind. One, two, three, four, or something like that. One, two, yeah. three. And one of them is this open open database thing. Yeah. Um, and with all the apps and stuff, which I learned. Um, uh, there was a couple of other things. Um, but the point is, what they've just done, I think this is genius, because what they've done is they've just set the strategic battlefield that Microsoft has to play on now. Because they can go back and say, oh, did you ever address the fact that we're all open and Microsoft doesn't tend to be open, you know, and all that. So they've they've picked, hopefully they've picked the right battlefields that they're going to differentiate on in future that Microsoft have to now put a lot of effort in to beat if if Microsoft takes it seriously. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't think Microsoft... Oh, no, Microsoft will just do a half ass job like they do with Skype and, um, no, and, no, they'll, and they'll just have the user base that will drive it. Yeah, they've got the user base. That's it because most people are idiots. Yeah, exactly. Most no, people no, don't, I know. They'll do a half-assed job people, in the user Most base people will. don't know what Slack is. They don't want to integrate with anything. They just want to open Microsoft Word, and there's a button there, and they can click it, and they can talk to some other knobby person. <laughs> Noddy is probably the word. Noddy person. <laughs> yeah. Cynicism. Alive and well on the Chris and Sam podcast so this morning. So in the <laughs> article, wherever else I read it, so they wrote at the end of the other article, they said, you know Google's just sitting in the background with something. Yeah. But they'll just integrate something with Hangouts, I'm assuming. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think the other option with Slack, with their, their push there, is to say, hey, look, we're here. Integrate with us. Why why reinvent the wheel? Yeah, exactly. You know? And I think that was that came through a little bit as well. And I think that's a, a potential there, you know? And one of the things they said, which if you're reading it as a customer – um, somebody made the comment that um, they're saying, look, we're going to support you 
no matter what platform you're on. If you go with Microsoft, you, you can still, you know, we're still going to support you however we can. Yeah, exactly. So that so was really only, cool. Only time will tell on how all this yeah, works out. Yeah, 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 I reckon. Other news of this week, yes. I must say, I went for my second time. So it's about a year ago that I was on, I started this whole extras thing. Oh, yes. Because it was last Armageddon I signed up, right? And Armageddon's just been. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, so um, so about a year You've ago. You've done pretty well. Uh, yeah, I've, year. Done, I've done quite a bit of stuff, actually. I don't know how much money I've made, probably not that much, but not bad. And it's been a lot of fun and I've learned a lot. So I went to Shortland Street. So my first ever gig, if you recall, was Shortland Street last year, um, where I realized how fat I look on camera. This year, I was sucking in a lot. Uh, <laughs> But I got a whole day instead of just three hours. Woo! Um, and I got a line, so I get a bit of a bump and pay, I think, for that. Um, I had I had to say, I, I was told, I'm going in and you're ordering coffee from the, the bar, Ivy, Ivy Bar, yeah. it's called. And um, I went in and said, just the coffee. And then the AD came back to me later and goes, what did you say? I said, just a coffee. He said, not just the coffee. And I said, no, just the coffee, because I had 50 bucks. They give me 50 bucks to pay for it, and I'll get it changed and stuff. Oh, yeah. And he goes, and yeah, and then, oh, he goes, oh, okay, and w- wandered off. And then uh, then I hear the, right, we're going to set up for again, and blah, 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 the director, who doesn't talk to anybody, is in the background looking at screens somewhere. Yeah. And somebody get the extra to tell the right, to give the right line this year, <laughs> this time. I'm like, Daniel, the AD, comes over and goes, look, that, that's on me. Sorry about that. But, yeah, it was just the coffee because I've already drunk it and I'm paying for it. But yeah. I didn't know that because he said I'll come in from this side and I thought I was coming through the door like oh, I just okay. arrived. Yeah. Anyway, so that was cool. Um, Look forward I to have, seeing you on screen I have again. got a photo of the men's urinal because I don't know who Tony Holden is. Do you know who Tony Holden is? No. So in the men's urinal in the um, studio. studio, like upstairs at, at the building, um, they've got – all these toilets and, you know, individual porcelain <laughs> toilets. I've got some photos. On. Yeah. We'll put it on the show notes. And then you've got the short one. You know how they have, oh, yeah, and they have a, the short one? Yeah. And it's got Tony Holden Memorial Toilet above it. Somebody's, like, stuck that on as a plaque. plaque. Oh. Um, and I'm like, A, who is this guy? And B, what's this supposed to mean? Does it mean that he's really short? Or does it mean that he's so well hung he needs a lower toilet. <laughs> I just thought that was fascinating, so I am. Um, if anybody knows the answer to those questions, can you please let us know? Just on Twitter, just go re Tony Holden da 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 da, and tell us why he would have a urinal that's lower to the ground. Yeah, no, I have no idea who that is. And, uh, <laughs> the Google search is uh, bringing up some dude in America that killed a few people, so it's not him. Uh, okay. And hopefully I got the name right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've got a photo somewhere. I got the photo. So we'll... Do you want to hear about my Jandalgate story? Yeah, what's, what's that? Well, it's uh, the, the story of uh, trying to get my sister a birthday present. So her birthday was on Tuesday and I said to her the other week, what would you like for your birthday? And she said, you know what? I'd like some new Jandals. And she sent me oh, a Is fo- that what those Jandals were in the lounge for like two days? The white and... They're mine. Oh, they're yours. Okay. Yeah, not right. at all. They're still there. Uh, so, she sent me through a photo and I said, oh, they're cool. And she said, oh, they're just from the warehouse. Okay. Size nine. Okay. 
So I go to the warehouse and I buy two pairs of Jandals. So I'm thinking, this is good. Because they're on special. That's all right. No worries. So I get size nine, bring them home. My daughter tries them on and she can almost fit them. Like, And I'm like, man, she's got massive feet. Because she she's grown out of all her clothes at the moment. She's only eight. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I wrap them all up. And then I go to Towering on the weekend. I take him there, and my sister goes, "Oh, they're cool, yep." And then later on, she must she tries them on, and she says, "Oh, I think you've brought size six jandals, not nines. They seem pretty small." And I'm like, mm, "Okay, that's no good." Upside down nine. So, yep, that's the general consensus. So uh, I'm rummaging through my wallet for the receipt because I know I saved the receipt. Can't find it anywhere. Ah, oh, okay. I'll, I'll take those ones back with me. So then I shoot off, once all the kids are asleep, I shoot off to the warehouse and I go and buy two more pairs of size nine jandals and they're also on special, but it's a different special. So one was buy one, get one half price and this one was 40% off. So that's okay. So I buy these jandals, go all the way back to their place. She tries them on and she's, she goes, these don't fit. I said, that's size nine. Look, got all the paperwork. And she goes, oh... Yeah, no, they, they seem really small. Uh, and, and she goes, I swear my old jandals were size nine, but I've just thrown them out. Like just yesterday, the rubbish came and I threw them out. And I was like, oh, okay. We go back to the warehouse in a minute and we'll go and swap them. So I pull out. And go, take her. Yeah, yeah, take her. <laughs> so I go in my wallet and guess what I found? The original receipt for the original two. So I don't know how it just appeared. But anyway, I'm like, oh, sweet. I've got both receipts. So I take four pairs of jandals back to the warehouse and we go up to the counter because we have to go to the counter because the other place is closed, the return place. And I say to the woman, I am returning all of these and I'm getting another two in the proper size. And she's like, okay, that's cool. Leave them here. So that's all good. This is also on Saturday night before Halloween. So half of them are dressed up at the warehouse. Yeah. So we go over, we're looking at these jandals, they only go to a size 10, and all the labels on them are all funny, and the only description in the uh, docket that tells you that they're different is it's either type A or type B, and that refers to the colour, and nothing about the size. So that's okay, so we find a pair of size 10 jandals, we hold them up to the size 9, and the difference is probably a millimetre in length. Like, I'm not even kidding, like... So, from size 6 to 10, I think they're all the same. <laughs> and they're, so, yeah. they're like socks. Yeah, yeah, they, are, they seem to be. So, we, we get, I said, so in the end, my sister says, I'm just going to get this one pair. Okay, cool. So, we go back to the checkout, and there's a guy there in a warehouse uniform standing there with a big mirror which apparently has damaged packaging, and he's there with another chick, and then a girl dressed up as a mummy. So it looks like he's the guy at the counter, and they're working something out, and it turns out he's with his sister, who's not dressed up. She also works at a warehouse, and they've marked it down to some weird staff pricing. So this giant mirror cost him $17. Ooh. So... Yeah, it seems like some sort of scam going on there. Because they were like, oh, did you just go find it? And it was damaged. He's like, yes. Yes, it was. I'm like, whatever. Anyway, the chick... <laughs> I put my screwdriver back in my pocket. Yeah. So the chick, the chick dressed as a mummy turns around, and it turns out she's actually the one at the counter. Now, I just need to clarify right now. She's ditzy as. <laughs> so... Of course she is. I've got... 
I've got these four... Oh, is that what those jandals are for? Yes, those four jandals I need to return on two separate dockets. Then I'm taking this pair of jandals. Okay. So she starts doing it. She gets a bit confused and this other person comes over and there's a plastic bowl full of lollies and stuff. And they say, oh, just grab a lolly. Okay. So this chick's talking to me and she's trying to work out thing and she's like, don't know if she's ever done a return before. So she's like, okay. This is the mummy. This is the ditzy one. She's like, okay, I'm just going to do this. Now, it says location. Um, so what's your address? And the other woman came over and she goes, no, no, no. Tauranga. Just put Tauranga. That's our location. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> now, what's your mobile number? Now, while I'm doing this, my sister is eating lollies out of this thing, but she starts rummaging through this big bowl thing and she's pulling out these... Um, <laughs> These skeleton chocolates. And she must have eaten about 12 the whole time this is going. And she, and when she's doing it, she'll be like looking at the person, just be like popping it in her mouth and eating it. So that's okay. So I know that's going on. And then the ditzy chick's like, okay. So what's your last name? Ah, oh, so the hyphen, that's a zero, eh? <laughs> Does she mean it's the zero on the keyboard because you press shift zero to get a hyphen? I don't know what she no? means. I think she thinks <laughs> it's a zero. There's a keyboard in front of you. No, that's not right, is it? That's, no. It's a bracket. There's a parenthesis. bracket. Hyphen's by itself. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. So she's going on and on, and uh, my sister starts laughing at her. I start laughing at my sister, and uh, at the end of it, she's like, what's your phone number? And I can only get out 027 before I've got tears rolling down my face, and I'm laughing. (laughs) And she's like, what are you laughing at? Is there something on my face? (laughs) And I I can't stop laughing, and uh, she just keeps going, what's on my face? And my sister walks away. She's near the door now, and I said, she's making me laugh. I can't and then after a couple of big breaths i managed to sort of gain composure and rabbit off the rest of my phone number anyway uh that was Jandalgate, and uh, that'll go down as a pretty epic story actually i've got a photo of me holding all these jandals going into the warehouse yeah so, throw uh, that in the in the show notes that'll be in the show notes that's hilarious that's so funny so that almost that pretty much takes us to the end of the uh, episode there chris uh yeah real quickly tickled is in the race for oscar that's very good check it out oh yeah yeah we saw that the other week hey kakako wins bird of the year title which is something people on twitter go on and on about i don't care it seems like who cares (laughs) honestly that's what i was going to say it just the it must be twitter people they get really intense about it well it's a bird twitter is a bird the logo's a bird it's all about birds and bebo's back what's that about that's you oh yeah Real quick, what's happening? Is, are they so bringing Blab, Bebo back? Blab yep. is coming out of development. It's uh, you know Blab was a oh, yeah, um, was, beta, uh, yep. and it's coming back being call, called Bebo. So what they do? Do they just buy the domain, or is it- no? It's the people that started Bebo were the people that started Blab. Oh, well, the people that own Bebo are the people that started uh, Blab. And um, we knew, I knew that. We talked about that, I think, a year ago or something. Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, it was interesting that they renamed it uh, Bebo. So that's coming back out shortly. Maybe capture some of the old crazy audience. But that's I don't know because I actually thought Blab was doing well as a name. Blab was cool. Yeah. So um, oh, I want to mention real quickly Fishbowl. Yep, we'll go. talk about that next next week. But um, Chris had a meeting with someone from Fishbowl. Well, yeah, uh, one of the co-founders of the startup Fishbowl, uh, Fish B O L E, and you asked me to ask him 
why. Yes. Um, so in America, there are these short meeting things, and they're called fishbowls, and it's quite a common thing. And they tried to get fishbowl uh, URL, and they couldn't get it with a W. There was no yeah. way. So they got fishbowl, B-O-L-E. Um, but he said it's still in beta, and it's probably not going to be the name they go with finally. Oh, okay. And then he goes, I've got other names, domains like videopresentation.com. And I'm like, oh, yeah. fishbowl is better than that. <laughs> anyway, we will find out all about that. In yeah, the we'll talk about episode. that next time. Uh, until then, check out thechrisandsampodcast.com, Pod on Twitter, and whatever the other one was. The, the Chris, Chris and Sam, Sam Podcast, Podcast on, on Facebook. Facebook. That's the one. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.